Thank you for joining me this Friday, the 1st of March. I'm Grady Wolf, Market Analyst with Bell Direct, and this is the weekly market update. We are in the final few weeks of reporting season here locally, and so far, 346 companies have reported. 114 of these have beat expectations, 135 have met expectations, and 97 have missed expectations. While investors have been very reactive to results, both sending share prices soaring and plummeting, brokers have been more reactive to downgrades than upgrade ratings, with 40 upgrades and 47 downgrades from brokers so far. Let's dive into the final reporting season coverage video for Bell Direct this February 2024 and discuss the overall themes identified over the first half that will pave the way for the second half of FY24. Anticipation of a rebound in the Australian home building sector over the coming years boosted outlook and investor sentiment for White's good, White Goods retailer Harvey Norman later this week after the company reported a slowdown in the first half activity. For the first half, Harvey Norman reported a 6.8% decline in total system sales revenue, a 23% decline in the interim dividend to $0.10 cents per share and profit before tax declined for the fourth consecutive time in the first half since H. 2021, this time by 45.7% on the prior corresponding period. However, this is still above pandemic levels. The results were unsurprising in this easing consumer spend environment. Harvey Norman's value also comes from its property portfolio, which stood at $4.14 billion in the first half of 2024, which is a very strong support for the company's balance sheet. Investors shrugged off the weaker first half results, sending HVN shares up over 4% on Thursday after the results were released. For the retailers this reporting season, Levisa and JB Hi-Fi have stood out as clear winners for us with resilience and growth outlook amid the easing consumer spend environment. Given retail spend in January rose just 1.1%, which fell short of expectations for 1.5% growth, retailers will need to brace for eased spend over a little while to come. Over in the healthcare department, investors were quick to snap up shares in Ramsey Healthcare this week after the company released first half results. But this was a surprising reaction given the company's performance in the first half was a little weaker than expected. For the period, Ramsey reported a 13.8% rise in revenue to $8.1 billion, EBIT declined 4.7%, MPAT dropped 23% to $140.4 million, and a fully franked dividends per share was declared of 40 cents per share. Ramsey attributed the weaker results to weakness in the Australian dollar against the euro and the GBP or Great British Pound and lower earnings from the European region. While the first half results were weaker, investor confidence in the leading global hospital group may be driven by the outlook in the company's report, including the implementation of cost-cutting measures and the expectation for growth for the full year despite a decline in H1. Across the healthcare companies this reporting season, ResMed was the standout for beating expectations across the board and reporting a long-awaited improvement in gross margins and squashing any concerns of a risk that demand could decrease due to the recent introduction of weight loss drugs like Ozempic. ResMed's closest competitor for sleep apnea devices in the US, Philips, is also still delayed in its attempts to return to the US market following a previously recalled of its devices, so this is likely to remain a strong performing market for ResMed into the future.
The miners have had a little have had made little impact, sorry, on share and sector performances this reporting season. Naturally, as their respective performances and results are driven by changes in commodity prices and demand, which for the first half of FY24 was turbulent across the board, especially for iron ore and lithium producers. BHP and Rio Tinto met expectations for the first half, despite weaker demand outlook out of China. Mineral resources beat expectations with higher than expected revenues from its mining services division and Piedmont Lithium missed expectations for Q4 in reporting a net loss of $25.4 million and a decline in revenue amid the sliding price of lithium. Overall, reporting season for February 2024 has been a relatively evenly mixed bag between beats and misses and sets the foundations for an interesting second half with the expectation of the following themes to continue in 2H24. China's recovery will continue to impact the miners and any company with exposure to the region. Retailers will continue to face ease consumer spend, but this may bode well for niche retailers. Retailers, sorry. Four-year dividends will be the key to winning investors back come August reporting season. Cost management has been a downfall in H1. Will companies rectify this in H2? Margin expansion should be a key focus heading into the second half of FY24. Locally, from Monday to Thursday, the ASX 200 rose 1.15% on favourable economic data, including Australia's inflation rate remaining steady over the last month and on the back of some strong corporate earnings results being released. Information technology stocks did most of the heavy lifting this week, with the sector rallying 7.6% over the four trading days, while utilities and energy stocks weighed on the key index this week. The winning stocks from Monday to Thursday were led by Block Inc. soaring 198 on strong first half results, LaVisa jumping 18.83% for the same reason and Next DC also adding 18.54% again for the release of very strong first half results. On the losing end, Helios tanked nearly 20% while Seona Mining fell 13% this week. Looking at the broader market, the All Lords rose 1.2% this week as 5E Advanced Medical rocketed 61% on the release of an operational update while Appen added almost almost 47% this week. Vitura Health and DGL Group weighed on the All Lords this week, falling 42% and 33% respectively. The most traded stocks by Belderac clients over the four trading days this week were Orison Holdings and Woodside. Clients also bought into Fortescue, Helia Group and BHP Group while taking profits from Smart Group Corporation, Pilbara Minerals, NAB, ANZ and Nairada Inc. The most traded ETFs by Belderac clients this week were led by BetaShares, Geared Australian Equity Hedge Fund, Nanook New World Hedge Fund, uh, Managed Fund sorry, and Vanguard MSCI Index International Shares ETF. Looking to the week ahead on the global economic calendar, Australia's all-important GDP growth rate data for Q4 is released on Wednesday with the expectation of 0.2% growth, which is in line with the previous quarter's growth rate. The nation's trade balance is also out on Thursday for January, which will indicate whether Australia's trade surplus continued to decline or rebounded in January. Overseas, key US jobs data will likely impact Wall Street sentiment over the next week, with jobs, job openings data, non-farm payrolls and unemployment rate data all out later next week. And that's all we have time for today. I hope you have a wonderful Friday, a great weekend and as always, happy investing.